Jummah Mubarak to everybody. What we got? Assalamu alaikum Mawlana. Can you please help us understand the difference between the world of light, the world of spirit, the barzakh and the different other ones? Please help us understand the difference between the world of light, the world of spirits, the barzakh and all the other. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about understanding Arabic words and just follow what we teach because we're going to simplify everything. So, the world of light and all its reality and the world of form are the only ones you have to worry about. Now when you go into the grave you're in a transition zone and that has the realities of the grave but if you studied from us about the world of light and energy all of it is the same and applicable. It's darajats, it's souls, it's, 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 it's layers and, and names, it's uh, not important at this time. Just make sure that you're studying from the world of light and malakut and that that world of light is superior to the world of form and it's the atomic reality of this form. So everyone knows that the atomic reality is the power that makes you to manifest. You're not powering your inside reality, your inside is powering your outside manifestation. So when we say the world of light as if it's somewhere else, it's actually your inner core reality of your energy and how well that energy is understood and, and nurtured is going to now control how you're going to manifest, how your hologram is going to appear. And that's why it's so immensely important is to get your core, what's this energy, what's this zikr, what's this vibration within ourselves versus worrying about the form. Because as much as you play with the form, you're not getting into the core in which is making everything to manifest and that's, that's why the superior, superiority of the world of light and the, that world of light kulli shay is, is all, all powerful, all encompassing, it, it powers the whole world of form inshaAllah. As Alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam wa is it possible for us to be too silent so much that it becomes bad adab? Is it possible for us to be too silent so that it becomes bad adab? Uh, you have to, to, to make a, an effort to to be active, so that, that is a bit vague. If you say, I'm so silent that I, I don't get involved, I don't participate, I don't donate, I don't text them, I don't email them, I'm really not even with them. So that's the problem is that you're so silent, are you really with them? And your ego can be convincing you, be silent, be silent because it's humble or the reality might be that it's actually a bigger fight not to be silent, to come out and to have your appearance and who do you follow and what the teaching is, well that's a big fight and that's a great struggle against the self. To hide it all and just sort of hide through a, a perceived humility can also be dangerous. So there's a level and there's a degree to everything. Keeping silent means that when people attack we have to have good manners and not, not to be quick to 
to speak but always to be quick to think. Is that when things come, think, contemplate, don't be quick on your tongue. Is everything has to come into the ears, you have to be a person who digests, absorbs and in your mind and in your heart you play each move like a chess game. If I say this right now, what's going to happen in two steps ahead? So that's the understanding of silence and samt and keeping a presence of, of silence. But it's not where I, I just sort of hide from everything and pretend I'm not with them because it's just easier and I, I don't want people to be aggravated by me. Because the struggle is to, to keep your way, to keep your flag, to keep your belief and it is that we are in a demonic time and demons are not happy with that. They say, take your hat off, take your beard off, take, take this off, take that off. They'd say, now put that band that no niqab, absolutely no niqab and then the two lines down is that the mask is mandatory for anybody who goes in public. What the heck is that? They don't understand this, they look like morons that they're banning and then the next line saying that if you go out in, in, in social uh, events that the mask is mandatory and the person's only wearing a, a mask but has a hijab. So they're now saying things so much so just to come against Islam, just to come against the reality that Prophet brought and then Allah making them to do it anyways. So this is now you can see the fold of how this dunya is going. As Salaamu Alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam wa Rahmatullah How do we know if our worldly path is the correct path for us to walk? How do we know if our worldly path is the correct path for us to walk? I think you have to worry more about your heavenly path. And if you're walking your heavenly path, the worldly path will follow. That's the importance. If you're following your worldly path, it may not incorporate your heavenly reality. You say, oh I chose this job but you know this job they don't let me to be Muslim and this job they don't let me to pray, this job they don't let me to sit and to do my zikr, this job does I can't… So that you chose a worldly path that may have inspired you by shaitan so that now you don't are not able to do your heavenly path. That's why your heavenly path like we just talked about the inside controls the outside, the malakut. This is the same analogy that if your heavenly path should control your dunya path, that you're strong with your practices, strong with your zikr, strong with your awrad, strong that's the only thing going to save you and your dunya not going to save you. When you do all those practices then your dunya opens up and you understand that it has to accommodate your practices, has to accommodate your ability to, to do and go home and to make your salah, to do your zikr and to, to do what you have to do. Those are the ones who are more superior in which they're, they're strong on their spiritual path and as a result of their spiritual strength means their adherence to the love of Allah love of Sayyidina Muhammad He opens for them a special dunya path. So those are then in, in darajats that when they submit, they submit, they submit, many of them Allah opens for them a dunya in which is, is very accommodating to their spiritual practices. 
So you know it could be any type of situation, somebody would follow, follow and do all their spiritual practice, they got a job for night security and they were so happy because they could sit down and do all their zikr and nobody bothered them. And if they tried to do the zikr at home then they had to keep doing things for people and, and entertain everybody. So it means yeah, you don't know how Allah will open something but it's always been told that make Allah supreme, the first that I'm able to, to do what I have to do and make Allah to be happy and the rest inshaAllah will give me a guidance of what I should accept or not accept inshaAllah. Uh, Salaam Siya Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam Should we actively strive to move closer to the shaykh or should we not think about this since if it's our qadr it will happen anyway? Should we actively strive to move closer to the shaykh or not think about this? No, the presence of the shaykh is not necessary because it's, it's now it becomes a difficulty. We have a community that's very large and now not but ten people can come into the room. So Allah's changed the, the circumstances and made it even as rewarding to be online. So because of what they opened of an online presence, the email communication, then all of the arms to the charity, the store, the activities, the books, the, the what else we got, videos, all of these arms it's a virtual and, and very complete zawiyah. So you need the shaykh's presence for the talks, not because you're going to walk around with the shaykh everywhere, I don't walk around with anyone, I come to the center and I have my own private time and my private life. So it's a matter of the talks and the teaching and the zikr. So you get the zikr by the online audience, you get the talk by the online, then your way to be of service is through all these channels that you're active with the books, you're active with the, the media people which nobody seemed to have come forward which is astonishing that out of 50,000 viewers we have nobody that can help in video production, YouTube uh, SEOs and, and like you know experts not, not don't send somebody from uh, Korea to send the email and say that I can be your SEO expert. We don't need people to send us you know email links to other people. But out of the, the students who are hardcore students, there are people got to be specialists out there that do these things. App development is just one man alone sitting in Lahore trying to develop the apps. There should be teams of people with abilities and, and uh, you know skills, people who have huge rizq, huge that could be giving, donating, uh, building entire mosques just themselves. So there's so many ways that people can be involved and that's the tariqah. And we said before the exact exa example was watch Yunus Emery. If you don't believe what we're saying that's why Allah released it on, on Netflix. So all of America was watching, anyone who had the guts to tune in to watch Turkish television and program was beautiful. You watch Yusuf Emery and you can say, oh this validates what the shaykh is talking, it's not his system he's doing. No, you would come to the shaykh Zawiyah and he didn't sit there and talk to you all day and all night. They barely see the shaykh, he goes and he comes for his zikr, give him a talk. His teaching was in the interaction. So big judge, you know, Qari come and say, I give fatwas, I want to write a fatwa for you now because I'm, I'm giving myself to follow your way like it was a big honour for the shaykh. And it's the first thing the shaykh said was, no, no, you take our dog, walk it in the village. And you know what that means is that this judge has to walk this najest dog 
in the, in the village to humiliate himself because people would say, yeah you were the judge for the whole village, that was like Supreme Court leader for our entire village, now you're walking the shaykh's dog? And that's like you understand, this is that's humiliating, he's like, no way can I do that and he ran away from the shaykh and then the whole show how he runs but there's nowhere to go. Allah will test you with a lot more difficult situations until you come back. When Allah wants you, you, you can't uh, deny that call. So now that's happening with virtual by people trying to help, the people say, oh yeah I'm going to help. Someone said, oh I'll help you to transcribe, they gave one project, he turned around and said, you know, give us 500 bucks. It's like, what? They want to transcribe and then they wanted to get paid for it. I said, you signed up to be of service and so you get all of these now interactions and characters and this didn't come on time and I'm angry and they start writing very angry emails. So these are all of the same things you would have seen in a zawiyah that's happening now online. They interact with us, try to do some video help, they don't show up. Try to do the app help, they say they're going to do it, they don't show up. And so this is, this is perfect. Then email is the way of having a communication and it should never be a private email because there's nobody talking to me privately. So that anything could be of a not correct nature or a misunderstanding. When you send an email to us the reason why we opened up the email in that fashion is there's at least five or six guys who are online, they're witnessing it, they're reading them, they're seeing all the emails come in. So that is, this is like a doctor's office, there always has to be other people to witness the dialogue and the interaction and that's the importance so that there's no sort of funny business going on. Allah opened all of that in all its arms so that it's a virtual tariqah, it's a virtual zawiyah. It doesn't need anybody to move into the present especially when the governments are closing off places and, and not allowing you know more than five, six, ten people to come, inshaAllah. As Alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam Regarding the nafs, should we keep telling it we are at Amara or is it wiser to accurately diagnose where we are at? Forgive me. For the nafs, is it wiser to tell the nafs that you're at Amara or is it wiser just, <laughs> just to, to not diagnose? No, those, those issues of the, the nafs and the, the videos, everyone meditate and you know where you're at. You, you don't have to tell your nafs because he's already exhibiting the character that you understand. But uh, to come into tariqah then you're going to lift from the amara inshaAllah by the zikrs and the good practices and the meditation and the tafakkur. That's what's important and to, to understand that we have to come over those bad desires and to understand that the relationship has to be very strong going forward because how can anything open if the connection is not strong, that's why everything is going back is meditation, meditation. So, oh Shaykh you I sent email and you just said meditate because <laughs> everything is on your connection. If you're not able to make your rabita, not able to connect your heart with the shaykhs and the spiritual world and that you don't have also a physical connection in which you're emailing, communicating so that in case you begin to deviate they can correct you. 
Because we said in those videos and showed it that as you start to go from two to three shaitan is coming now and pumping the arrogance and why people get angry because they expected to be respected and they weren't respected and all of those are the signs and the sicknesses so that people can begin to see what their sicknesses are in this medical clinic. And then it pumps you with inspirations thinking, yeah I'm inspired and understand the Qur'an differently than how you taught it. That's again just shaitan playing with the person and they have to have a connection and strong with the shaykh so that they can understand because it's like somebody now is going to be blown in the wind. If they're not holding firm as this wind begins to blow then shaitan is going to sort of throw them left and right. That's why then these videos were released to give people an understanding of what's necessary of what my bad character is and what's necessary for me to achieve. And what was necessary was a very strong relationship with the shaykhs in which you're emailing, communicating, most of all you're making your tafakkur, your contemplation and becomes the foundation of your, your spiritual practices and that that tafakkur is strong. And Allah is opening more and more of that channel so that people's tafakkur and, and their contemplation becomes stronger and stronger. And through that contemplation we described all these energies, all these fires and all these, these realities to begin to, to dress and to, to, to bless people. And you see so much of, of these different things that are now being released in, in the media and there was a, a new new programming came out I think on, on Netflix which was called The Stone, Shadow and Stone. And the very interesting effects that they were showing that they're encompassed by darkness and there's one person who had a, an ability to bring light. And as soon as these darknesses were attacking and they were like demons that were flying around and the person who has the gift of light basically closed their eyes and their light began to come out. And as their light became to come out it shielded all the people that had to be shielded but at the same time it burned everything that was trying to come towards this negativity. Because truth and false they don't mix. And that's going to be very clear and those are the realities of these days of Sayyidina Mahdi Means that when they're making the tafakkur Allah is completing their ni'mat, completing His ni'mat upon them and give everyone the inheritance in which Allah has written for them. And that inheritance can't come if they're not the people of tafakkur and making that connection because how, how would they use it? That's why they have to go through this whole security system and this whole training so that one they bring their light out and immediately they can shield the everyone and anyone whom Allah want them to be shielded. So many many of these realities you start seeing it on, on these different media because Allah is sending the inspiration down onto the earth and those whom picking it up and, and making a shows out of it. For the du'a akafar dunub then inshaAllah there'll be a, a link is on uh, on our page, on our Facebook page and if you email help me then we'll send you the link for what has to be recited and how the, the, the etiquette of reciting those four rakahs. So you don't have to try to memorize that off of this broadcast inshaAllah, it's just you e email help me at nurmuhammad.com. Subhana rabbika rabbal izzatama yasifoon wa salaam al mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Bi hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa. بسير سورة الفاتحة